Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a rainy Wednesday morning. So the Kansas City Chiefs face off with the Jacksonville Jaguars Saturday afternoon in the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, Got a couple guys back yesterday to practice, which was nice, but one did sit out. That's kind of a concern. Yeah, this is McCole Hardman. My gosh, he hasn't played since back in November. Those abdominal things, man, they take you. you, Hey, you're a medical guy. You know that stuff takes forever to come back from. Especially if he had what is rumored, which was a gallbladder problem, if that is the case. But that's neither here nor there. He apparently has been backed off now as far as the Chiefs are concerned. They want him in there because the guy has world-class speed. But they also have a lot of other speed in that lineup, and they won without him in there. So I think they'll be all right against Jacksonville. They were back in early November when they played. Heck, the Chiefs beat this team 27-17. It was kind of a ho-hummer, if you can call a pro football game that capacity. But it really wasn't the challenge that everyone thought it would be. Now, having said that, Mike, I think it'll be a little bit uh, different this time because this Jacksonville team has matured in that two-month period, and they're playing pretty well. Trevor Lawrence has really come on as a quarterback. I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs, but they will give Kansas City a pretty good little battle. It is a 3.30 starting time for the game. Of course, you'll hear it right here on the cave, and the pregame show starts at uh, 1 o'clock. That's our that's our Ozarks pregame show. That's Ned Talk is what you're talking about. And yes, and then once you do that, if you don't want to listen to the idiots call the game, you can actually sync up the broadcast with your TV. So do that too. Except that this time it's on KY3, the place to be. But yeah, <laughs> that's even more reason to sync it up to your broadcast. I, um, I do wanna, what, what's my next question there? Um, well, that's what I was going to say, was that earlier in the week, Whenever they announced the time, so on Monday morning when we were in here, you, you go, oh no, yeah, you oh I made no, that Missouri State Bears, you got a game at the same time. Well, I wonder if they're going to, and they did, I wonder if they actually listened to the show, Ned. Well, That's a great I, idea. Yeah, they didn't listen to the show, I don't, I don't think. Hey, come but, on. But they it figured with them, wait a minute, we, we, if we're playing against them at the same time they're on TV, you we're not drawing very good crowds to begin with, and it's going to be even less. So they moved the game to 1 o'clock. The Bears in Southern Illinois, and it's a big game. That's a great rivalry that's oh, yeah. existed for the last 50, 60 years. Uh, it'll, yeah, and, and it's big in the, in the conference, of course. It'll be an important one. SIU won their game last night. But the fact is they moved the game from 3 o'clock to 1 o'clock, bowing to the popularity of the Kansas City Chiefs, and, and I think it's a smart move. Oh, yeah, it is. Unfortunately for you, you're going to be doing our live and local Chiefs broadcast Ned Talk when they start Won't that game. Won't be able to see the basketball game, but hey, have to sacrifice something. Hey, at Ned, least you Ned get to talk. be in. Ned Talk is a big deal now. Least, Come on. At <laughs> least you get to be in a room with your buddies, the B team. All right. So, and at least the, uh, some of the ADs over at Missouri State listen to the show. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, so, uh, last but not least, it was a uh, big night for the Bears and Mizzou. That, uh, tonight will be. This is a very, very big series of games, midseason games. The Bears are in Des Moines tonight to play Drake. Now, they played Drake down here earlier this year, and it was a three-point game. Bears won it by three, and it was a knockdown, drag-out battle, very defensive-oriented, as it always is when you play a good Drake basketball team. Drake is the preseason favorite to win the Valley. They've had some struggles, but they're still a pretty doggone good basketball team, and Darian DeVries, their coach, is a smart guy. All right, that's the Bears game. Mizzou. <laughs> this is a little payback from Mizzou. 
They're home tonight in the Mizzou Arena to play the Razorbacks. And won't that ever be a battle? It was down in Fayetteville. They played a couple of weeks ago, and Missouri got off to a big lead and let it get away. And Arkansas won the game down the stretch, playing very well. Arkansas's a good team. But now Missouri gets a chance at getting a little payback. And Missouri has, well, I love this, they have Arkansas on Wednesday night, and on Saturday they have Alabama. And Alabama is only the number four team in America. This is Alabama basketball, not football. Or oh, they're good in everything in Alabama. Anyway, Mizzou will have their work cut out for them coming up this week. Oh, yeah, they were will. And uh, this is that time of the year, definitely in the season for college basketball. The teams really say this is what we are. We tried. So we are getting closer and closer to the beginning of baseball, at least when the pitchers and catchers will report first. But uh, Mo had some interesting thoughts. What Mo? Who was it? Bill DeWitt. Right. Oh, DeWitt. DeWitt had some interesting thoughts on the Cardinals' future, didn't he? He does this every year. DeWitt, Bill DeWitt Jr. is the owner of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, the tacit owner. There's a board, but he's in charge of it. Well, he does this with the media before spring training, and we are about a month away from the start of spring training. As a matter of fact, the players who are competing in the World Baseball Classic, it is less than a month away, and they'll be reporting. Anyway, he went over the Cardinals' game plan. And he said, gentlemen, I want to lay to you the fact that there are rumors that are going around that we're going to change our philosophy. We are not. We'll continue with the same structure of building this team from within. In other words, what he's telling them is all these big name free agents commanding the big prices like the Phillies and Dodgers and Giants get these players. Cardinals are not going to do that. They will invest in players they feel have some Uh, input into the team, but it's not going to be the tremendous amounts. The days of Goldschmidt and Arnato, and uh, maybe back in uh, a number of years ago, Matt Holliday coming in, probably not going to exist. The Cardinals are going to shoot for the playoffs and then take it from there. And Mike, that's always been their philosophy. Does it work? Well, it's been a while since they've been to the World Series, but in 2013, but the fact is that they do get a, a postseason ball club. And when you get in the postseason, you never know what's going to happen. You throw all the, uh, to use the cliche, all the records out the window and so forth and so on. But that's, uh, Bill DeWitt told the Cardinals that's what's going to happen. So that will be the track that they take. Interesting. We will see what happens with the Redbirds. All right. So in the last few years, a lot of new players have come into the ring as far as televising sports you've got youtube doing football games got amazon prime hosting games it's kind of changed things a little bit hasn't it it not only has it is about to and it this is a very interesting story it was broken in the post dispatch yesterday there's now this is a little bit on the complicated side but the sinclair broadcasting group is a major broadcasting yeah. entity in the country they own a lot of stations and they own a lot of outlying circumstances like they own a group called Diamond Sports. And Diamond Sports is Sinclair's controlling agency for Valley Sports. And this Diamond Sports group, which is in a sense a separate entity that is all financed by Sinclair, may they own they own or operate 21 of the Valley's regional sports, one of which of course is Valley Sports Midwest, right here. Well, they made a proposal to all of the four major sports, hockey, basketball, baseball, and football. Hey, why don't you buy our group and then you can do whatever you want. 
You can televise anything you want. You won't have to go through us. Great deal. <laughs> Four, three billion dollars. Major League Sports, all of them, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, said, I don't think so. You guys, that's your job. You go ahead and do it. We're out of there. That's not what Diamond Sports wanted. They wanted to sell this group because they are out of money. Therefore, this case is headed for bankruptcy court, and it's probably going to be starting in bankruptcy court in the next couple of weeks. How, how would that change, viewers? I'll tell you very much how it would change it. People around the country, folks, are pulling the plug. They're cutting the cord. They're losing the satellites. They're losing the cable. It's not a part of the thing part not of your viewing anymore, and it's going to be even less because this will mean streaming for all of these. So if you stream, if you get something over the Internet, this is just an old man telling you this. I don't know anything about high tech or anything like that. But that better be the way you start looking because that's the, that's the direction the TV is going now. You know, what's funny is that, that all you old dogs are finally starting to get on board with cutting the cable. You know what I did? When I first started in radio, working in radio and didn't make enough money to afford cable. <laughs> Therefore, you want... Now, now, please keep in mind 15, now... 15, 16 years ago. Well, keep, keep in mind now these the system with the antenna, that still is fine. Oh, yeah, that's, I still got rabbit ears. Oh, yeah, for, for, for local sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the national games that are on prime time and stuff like that, of course. But, uh, yeah, I've been, this has been something that's coming for a long time, and I've been... I've been ready and waiting. Um, <laughs> all right, last but not least, we did have some key basketball games last night, didn't we? We did indeed, and one of them, of course, resonates with you. And I'll tell you, this it, it met every single objective that the viewer thought it would. This is Kansas versus Kansas State. It's one of the great rivalries in the country, has existed for better part of two centuries now. And when they get it on, and they did last night at the Bramlage Arena in Manhattan, it is a slugfest. I don't mean that literally. But here they're going back and forth. Kansas State had the lead for much of the game. Kansas is pretty doggone good, folks. Came back and wrested that lead away from Kansas State. Came down to a matter of foul shooting and, and so forth and so on. And the officials were guys that we know down here. Mm-hmm. They're here for Bears games quite a bit. Jerry Pollard and his crew. So at the very end of the game, <laughs> Kansas State has a one-point lead. 83-82. Foul shot. Guy made a foul shot. And then Kansas gets the ball. They get the ball with about mm, 10 seconds to go in the game. Crowd's going nuts. And I think Bramlage probably has about 16,500, 17,000, somewhere in there. And they're all there. And they're all raising hell. It's, it's, it's a heck of a battle. Kid drives to the left side of the lane. This is the KU player. And he gets trapped over there. Loses the ball. The ball is hit up into the air. Now, meanwhile, the clock is going on. There probably were about oh, 25 fouls committed all during that time. Those referees weren't about to stop. Hell no, they weren't. Because none of it, none of the fouls really interfered with the ball going in the goal or anything like that. Let them play, and they did, and K-State wins it by one, 83-82. Now they have to go to Lawrence to play in another couple of weeks, but this was that's a big win for Kansas State. It means my K-State Wildcats are going to be in the top ten now. Well, they were 14 at game time last night. If they continue on, they will be. I mean, they just beat a number two team in the country, so. By one. Hey, man. <laughs> a dub's a dub, man. Stop trying to poo-poo on my parade. Get out of here. I'll see you tomorrow.